0: Evening everyone. Um, What I wanted to talk about tonight in some ways is a little um, repetitious of some things I've been talking about recently, but I seem to have a a bear in my bonnet about it, so that's where my my thoughts take me. But um, it's all to do with um, our relationship with the future. often in talking about meditation, practice, and, and living in the present moment, usually talking around it usually goes back to talking about the past, I've found, and how we're conditioned by the past, you know, or how much the past and painful experiences might intrude on our present moment experience. But I do think we spend enough time perhaps looking at how we relate to the future that the impact it has on us. Um, Of course as you all know the whole point of practicing Zen is to inhabit the present moment and uh, but we find it very difficult to do that because we're nearly always projecting into the future and living in the future instead. And you may remember a few Tuesdays ago if you were here I began a, a talk by saying, what's the difference between a gambler and a meditator? Because a gambler is very much in the present moment, you know, watching watching the wheels spin around, you know, and concentrating very much in the moment about what's happening. And that's what they're supposed to be doing in meditation as well, being focused on the moment. But the difference between a gambler and a meditator is their relationship with the future. Because the gambler may be very focused on the present, but they're all caught up in hope and disappointment. They're, they're driven by those two things, tr- hoping the, 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 the wheels are going to spin so that good fortune comes upon them, and dreading the disappointment of losing. And as we all know, gambling can become an addiction. Mm-hmm. and so. People begin meditation usually with many, many expectations about what it's going to do for them and the benefits that are going to come. But as much as our mind are full of expectations, um, we're not actually in the flow of the present moment. So my night my next question is, what's the difference between an unenlightened meditator and an enlightened meditator? Right? The unenlightened meditator is full of expectations of what it's going to do for them and driven by hope and driven by dis- and then experiencing disappointment when it doesn't turn out to be what they, it is and what they've invested into it. And an enlightened meditator is someone who just sits there without any expectations about what it will bring. And therefore, because those expectations have dropped away, they more effortlessly just become present because they've got that whole distraction going on all the time. And it's, it, it's interesting, Diana um, uh, chose the reading she did tonight because I was actually going to ask you to do that one, but you read my mind, on um, meditation by, by Dogen. And, and the words he says in there towards the end and I'm paraphrasing it. Is don't doubt, don't doubt the benefit of this method because of its simplicity. Mm-hmm. And 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 Zen meditation, at, at its essence, at its deepest, is the most simple form, which is just just sitting in that position, and just being carried along with the present moment, without any particular goal, any particular intention without necessarily narrowing the mind and, and concentrating on the breath. Just allowing the whole, just being with the whole of experience without any agenda. Mm-hmm. that That's that's the, the deepest or purest form of Zen meditation. But our conscious mind, it's like our, our instead of our conscious mind just being a witness to what, what, happening um, it's kind of like it works like a an interfering micromanaging manager all the time you know it can't just it can't just sit there as the witness and let the brain do whatever it wants to do or the body do what it wants to do it's like it's got a control show all all the time Mm you know we'll do this we'll do this and all the time it's it's because of its relationship with the future We've got to feel safe. We've got to feel secure. You know, I'm just organising you so you'll be safe and secure, and you'll do the right thing because we don't know what the future will bring. We've got to organise the, the future, and and there's a total contradiction in that in life is that we don't know what the future brings. Each moment is changing, 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 and yet this this deluded conscious mind thinks it can organise everything and plan everything to the nth degree. So nothing bad will happen. And there you have the fundamental conflict of being a human being. If you think that way. So when, when we settle into meditation, it, it's, it's it's like telling the conscious mind to look, just have a just relax, would you? You know? You don't have to run the show, just relax and we'll just breathe here and stay erect and be present and, and you just have to witness what's going on. That's all it needs to do, mm-hmm. and come back, come back to to body wisdom mm-hmm. instead of the the mind taking over. It's really quite simple, and see, there's so many in our day and age. There's so many techniques out techniques out there about how to do mindfulness this way or this way and that way and this way and, and this new meditation technique. They're all like, kind of like new diets, Do you know. Oh, this is a new diet, you know, to help lose weight. You know, oh, this is a new diet. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is a new technique. We've just discovered it, you know. And we've got this scientific evidence to back it up. But it, it's all, but most forms of meditation are the conscious mind trying to manipulate the brain into a certain experience. You know, whether it's, positive thinking or affirmations or even giving yourself love and kindness, you know, that they're all manipulations of the conscious mind. And really, really, if people stay at that level, they, they, they never really have the experience of sinking into the suchness of what they just are. You know, there's, there's, never, there's never a complete just acceptance. Of who you are and what the moment is, it's always this hovering helicopter consciousness that's trying to manipulate it and change it into something else, engineer it into something else. Um, they can be they can be useful as preliminary practices to learn how to focus the mind and so on. I'm not saying there's no benefit to it, but if we're always, the conscious mind is always hovering like that and interfering, um, we'll never really truly get the point of same practice and we'll never really truly know what it's like just to settle into what we are, who we are, where we are <coughs> mm-hmm. and just enjoy it for what it is. <clears throat>